Right, we welcome Miss World Class England 2020, Emma J. Weber, to the show. Hello, Emma. Hello. Thank you for having me. So to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So the non-beauty queen you. Yeah, definitely. So I am, first of all and foremost, I am a mum. Uh, proud mum of two, I've uh, got a boy age six and a girl age four. They are my absolute pride and joy, uh, although that has been quite questionable during lockdown, I'm not going to lie to you. I can imagine, I can imagine. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, the, joys, that, the joys of homeschooling, isn't it? Oh my, homeschooling, just those two words, just, oh my God, I just don't <laughs> Isn't isn't, isn't, um, there a, isn't there a YouTube channel for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? There's a lot of YouTube channels I've, I've found out, but then I thought, no, I need to put the effort in and do some of it. Um, although I have learned more about music than I've done in my entire life. I know that a crotchet is some kind of musical note and not something you do in knitting, which I initially thought. There but um, yeah, you never, yeah, you, you learn something new every day, as they say. But my gosh, yeah, homeschooling is so hard. I cannot wait for them to go back. <laughs> <'Cause that's laughs> so cool. I love them so much, but yeah, a bit of schooling would be definitely um, a welcome break. <laughs> it is quite intense, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It is indeed. So, but apart from the kids, um, I used to play a footballer, uh, which most people are dead surprised about, especially that I now do pageants and my beauty queen. Um, but I actually got a degree in football as well. Really? What? Sorry. Um, what, what? What football team do you support? Because this is a tricky question right oh, now, especially yeah. especially <laughs> especially after yesterday. So I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. To be fair, I'm more into women's Should football than men. Should we have a guess? Should we have Go a guess? Go on then. All right. Um, Man United. Because there is a difference between the, the female um, the female teams and the and the guy teams. Are yes. we are we just guessing female team? I I'm uh, going to guess that you support a London based team, maybe Spurs or Chelsea female side. Oh no! There we go. <laughs> guess oh, again. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm, maybe no. maybe Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal. No, no. Arsenal's I'm ladies, a, they're good. I'm all about supporting your local team so of go. course I support Bristol mm. City Bristol City yes absolutely Bristol, Bristol City, City <laughs> so yeah both well men and women but I generally um, I still like to think that I've got my football boots on my feet but I really don't um, so yeah women's football is, is more kind of up my street than the men's but if I mean if I did have to support a men's team I do have a soft sport for Liverpool purely because there that's we why go. I went to uni um, but <laughs> Yes. Uh, what we like up, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> growing up, though, I did like Spurs for quite some time, purely because of Teddy Sheridan and Darren Anderton. So, and I'll say no more on that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> who, did, who, who did Katie Staley play for? Katie Bailey. Oh, she's played for quite a few teams. I haven't heard of her for a little while, so she must be retired. 
so she must be retired but yeah she was a big name in women's football especially when I was still playing as mm. well um, but yeah we had to make room for the youngsters now but they're, they're doing good they're doing really good well actually I don't really follow football anymore to be honest so yeah I mean I my world has gone from one extreme to the other so I've gone from football um, with playing like football football watching football everything you know hanging out with the football girls and the rugby girls um to now like being involved with like dresses and glitter lots of glitter hairspray music pageants <laughs> heels like full works lashes tan everything it's so a, it's a nice contrast <laughs> it, it, yeah yeah just a slight one <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you ever think about maybe wearing your football boots underneath your pageant dress? Do you think maybe that might be like mix it up a bit? Yeah, no, all the time, all the time. And I'm not going to lie, uh, the last pageant I did, I I took my heels off. I just kicked them to the side um, and I, I went barefoot under my dress because I was just like, I just can't. I just can't do another round in this heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, apart from that and kids, um, I'm newly engaged. Well, oh. we got engaged this year. Congratulations. To, um, Congratulations. To my partner. But we're just waiting for the um, coronavirus situation to end so we can eventually have our engagement party and then at some point then look at planning a wedding. So. Awesome. If we last lockdown. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> It's a tense period for, for any relationship, that, certainly, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she, she's a good egg. We have our moments, but no, she is a good egg. I think I'll keep this one. <laughs> you say that, though. I, I saw a couple almost break up, and I reckon it was because of the coronavirus, and it properly kicked off the other side of the road from my friend's house. Oh, my God. She was like throwing pictures out the window and everything, and I reckon it was because they chose to spend lockdown together. So oh. you got to be you got to be sorted, didn't you? You got to be you got to be really in tune to be able to do that together. Because I don't know if I could. If, if, <laughs> if you haven't lived with someone, it's a gamble, yeah. isn't it? It, it really is. It really is. But we know we're, we're, we're doing I mean, all right. I mean, we're both working from home, and in between that, we've got the um, the kids as well. So yeah, we are we're surviving. So mm. we've, had, we've had a couple of moments, of course, but, but no, she's no, she's an absolute darling. Football boots thrown at the head, that kind of thing. Yeah, if needed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when did you first start doing pageants, and uh, what got you started, Emma? I started back in 2017, well, end of 2017. Um, my previous marriage had come to an end, unfortunately, the year before in 2016. So I was just starting to get back on my feet and finding myself again. And I wanted something to help me real, uh, regain my confidence and, and my self-belief. Okay. Uh, so I found it just scrolling through social media it was a completely random thing especially with my background to do um i looked at it thought that sounds amazing and then i bottled the first application i was just like i completely bottled it i was just like no I'm not doing it and then a few months later i seen it again and i was like right emma come on get a grip of yourself and just go for it so i applied for my first pageant which was miss uh, british beauty curve um, I represented Bristol um, and I actually came uh, first runner-up, so I came second, which I was 
unbelievable. Awesome. I, yeah, I remember being on the stage thinking, I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm out of my depth. I'm in a pair of heels, which I was really not used to at the time. Um, and I just thought, well, I'm just going to have some fun and just go with it. But I had the time of my life. It was just amazing. Um, from there, I then went to Miss International Curve. Um, and represented England. Um, again, that was absolutely amazing. So I was competed against other women representing their countries from all over the world. Um, and I came second runner-up there, so third overall in my category, um, and won a few different side awards. Um, by that point, now I, I had I got the bug. I was like, okay, this is a mm. thing. This is happening. Um, I was like, even though I had a lot of banter from the football girls, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> So then I decided as a plus size gay girl that I wanted to enter a mainstream pageant because the previous two were for curvy ladies. Um, so I entered Miss Paragon International and then that's when I won my first title um, and I was queen for a year there. Awesome. Um, and then earlier this year, uh, I've been awarded the title of Miss World Class England and I'm also an editor-in-chief of a World Class uh, England, Queens of England magazine as well. So yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind if I'm honest with you. <laughs> how, how, do you um, how do you cope with sort of managing uh, two children and all your other commitments? Um, well, luckily uh, the children have a they have a good relationship with their other parents um, so they stay um, with their other parent every other weekend and a couple of nights during the week so that gives me the time to do my thing yeah. um, and well and catch up on the housework and everything else that you gotta do um, so I'm quite lucky in that respect and also my current partner um, is absolutely amazing so um, if it falls on a weekend or a day that we have the children she has uh, brought the kids along to come and watch a fashion show or something like that as well uh, but yeah a lot of juggling though to fit it all in but you've got to work hard to play hard haven't you <laughs> exactly exactly very very uh, well I always deserved. think that yeah absolutely <laughs> um if it's okay emma um i was just yeah. wondering i was looking at your titles here uh, you've got Miss World Class England. You've got Miss Paragon International. Um, I think Miss England Curve and Miss Bristol Curve. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can sort of understand what those are all about. Um, what is Miss World Class England? If you, like uh, for our for our listeners, if you could just sort of tell us what that's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So Miss uh, World Class. Oh, my title, Miss World Class England, is part of World Class Brand. Uh, head office is based over in Chicago and it was uh, I guess my boss for the magazine um, but also my mentor is uh, Derek who was Mr United Nations back in 2018 and he does um, magazines and publications in fashion, pageantry, uh, photography and film um, hence why I've got involved with the magazine. Um, he first interviewed me when I had my England title for International Curve. Um, from there, I just fell in love with the brand, with the magazine, its ethos. I just echoed everything. Um, and then he, when I won my first title, he then invited me to come along and be cover girl for the magazine and a interview. Um, I then got talking and became an ambassador. Uh, from being ambassador, I then became editor in chief of the England magazine because I mean most countries have their own 
um, Country Magazine, but then we also have The World Magazine as well. Okay. Um, and then because of all of the work, um, all of the work around uh, my platform and things like that, um, he there is a criteria that you need to meet, but then he selected myself to represent England as Miss World Class England, um, as just to represent the brand and represent... Uh, the pageant system. It's slightly different to the other pageants where I had to um, be on stage, do my different rounds, do my interview, do my charity work, um, but I still had to work like twice as well. Probably a bit harder actually because there wasn't that part of the, the judging to be judged on. So you um, you talk about rounds um, yes. you know, for all of these events. Can you talk talk us through some of the some of the rounds we would expect to see? Yeah, absolutely. So different pageant systems will have slightly different rounds. Um, you can have a kind of a natural type pageant or there is what they call glitz pageant, which is the when, when you think pageants, most people think glitz, the stereotypical programs you see on TV of children in America and big cupcake dresses being spray tan. It's not all about that, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely promise you. Uh, but if for there is usually um, so opening number, opening round. So if you have seen the film Miss Congeniality or anything like that, there is usually an introduction round where you introduce yourself on stage. And sometimes you do have to do a little bit of a dance, which is the hardest part for me because I am a footballer. <laughs> and uh, after that, there would normally be either a, a fashion round, so uh, fashion wear or an eco round, so where you've had to maybe make your own outfit um, with eco-friendly uh, materials. Uh, there is, depending on the pageant system, there's sometimes a swimwear round. Um, which surprisingly has become my favourite recently, um, although it was my most scariest prior to that. Um, then you could have evening wear, which is the classic kind of evening wear round, which most people and non-pageant people would recognise. Mm. Uh, but different pageants do different things. You can have a sports wear round, for example, um, or uh, you could do national wear, especially with internationals. They like to do a national wear round, so where you represent your country um, with uh, any form of kind of outfit. So it gets it gets very creative at times. <laughs> How, how like Miss Congeniality is it? Do you just have a bunch of bitchy girls talking about world peace and, you know, not wanting to go near carbohydrates? Is, is there any <laughs> No, not at all. That? And no, no, I mean, to be fair, like, I before I entered Passions myself, all I could think of was Miss Congeniality, the film, thinking, oh my God, what am I getting myself in for? But I, I, really lo- I love that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I, like, I've seen it a million times. And any time when pageant season starts again, I kind of watch it a hundred million times, one and two, and um, and any kind of pageant related that thing that I can get my hands on. So, but <laughs> it's so funny as well. But in reality, um, pageants are not what they used to be, or that they're not that stereotypical um, kind of ideology that people have. And uh, they are more now about like women empowerment or even to be fair there are pageants for men as well uh, but where I've been involved is more about um, doing your charity work um, having a or making a difference in your community um, supporting different uh, campaigns uh, it's all about uh, inner beauty there's also a interview round as well where you're interviewed by a panel of judges 
you tend to work hard all year round under your uh, regional title yeah. um, getting involved with different things uh, fundraising that kind of thing um, and I mean on stage is the final bit which uh, we normally will think or go straight to when it comes to pageants but that is the final step of like a year's hard work uh, but it is more surrounding kind of female empowerment now and, and positive kind of body image as well so um, at the moment for example since December the top five pageant systems worldwide so Miss World, Miss Universe, Miss America Miss USA Miss uh, and Miss Teen USA, all title holders are um, women of colour in the first time for his- in history. Um, but obviously wow. now, I'm, yeah, so it's brilliant. So it is evolving um, regardless of, I guess, the stereotypes that we do get. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot different to what I imagine and, and what most people imagine as well. Just a, just a question for Kaz, really. Um, so if Kaz wanted to start doing pageants, etc., what what would be the you know top three bits of advice you'd give her if she wanted to start? Absolutely. The first one on. is just, on. just, just do it. Just jump in, dive in, even if you don't know what you're doing, and do it. Because the worst that can happen is that you'll have an absolute laugh and meet some just beautiful, beautiful people, like inside and out, and just friends for life. Uh, the most important thing that I would say, though, uh, would be to research your systems. So have a Google, see if you can speak to people, use uh, different social uh, media platforms and different queens that you can find. Um, it's simpler to, I would say, imagine if you didn't know anything about football and you were asked to choose to join a football team. So um, what's the so what the pageant system for example stands for uh, if it's if you want it to be local to yourself and um, what are their kind of morals what are their values what charities they support um, things like that um, and in the actual finals what rounds you'll be competing in uh, because different systems as I said do different rounds so it all depends really on, on the kind of rounds that you would uh, like to take part in. What do you think that I should do is like my special skill, like my talent? What do you think I should do for that? Um, Swearing. Well, you... <laughs> Pretty good at that, Kaz, aren't you? I am, you... I am quite creative with the swearing, yeah. Maybe you could do some stand-up or something like that. I'm not sure if that's been done, to be fair. That's a good idea. You should see You should see her. She's smiling. So we got one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Go for it. If there's a talent round, then, yeah, do some stand-up, do some funny. Um, yeah, I think you'd be good at that. <laughs> I think you'd be, you'd be good at uh, a few Emmerdale talent rounds, wouldn't you? Emmerdale knowledge, Kaz, yeah? If it's trivia, yeah, I, I would nail it. Yeah, can you do impressions? I could, I could work on some impressions, couldn't I? What about your, uh, what about your Game Mm. of Thrones impression? Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was really good. There we go. You could do that, or if you if you if you like Um, Game of Thrones, you could dress in a national wear round. You could even do like like a queen type costume with like a throne and a crown and a like sash, everything, cloak. There we go. Don't give her any ideas. Sounding good. Sounding well interesting. In. She'll be well into yeah. that. Get your, get your inner game uh, of friends uh, out. Uh, are the other women going to be dressed like this? 
<laughs> no, I mean, that you will see all sorts of things. Um, it, it could be very creative. Um, you do get the usual type of um, costumes that people uh, kind of repeat over and over again, as with any industry. Like, so for example, for England, um, a lot of people would either do like a poppy kind of theme or put a crown on and be a queen, for example. Uh, but I like to see, you do see some variations and you do see some crazy ideas and some crazy outfits where they've kind of gone all so, out. And I, so to see us, that's a good idea. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could, and especially there's, there's an awesome brand called um, Blitz and Glam, where there's literally, you just go all out as much as you want. So you can be as creative as you like. So yeah, definitely. I had an incident with glitter once. Uh, don't really, don't really <laughs> want to talk about it. It's a bit of a painful subject, you know. Well, you've uh, mentioned it now, so I how can you not? It. I remember this. <laughs> I mean, forever, for, forever finding glitter everywhere. You know, it, yeah, it, it, you find it, you find it in the least suspecting places. To be honest, just mad, <laughs> mad. Have you found it harder being open about your sexuality within the beauty queen world? Are they shocked when the other contestants know that you're out and proud and all that? Um, at the beginning, when I first started, yes, definitely. Uh, back then as well, I was um, in so the different categories and I was in the Mrs. category because of my marital status at the time. Um, so being in uh, Mrs. Bristol, for example, um, most people would always say to me, oh, where's your husband tonight? And, you know, where, what's he doing? And things like that. And I was thinking, right, okay. And because I was so nervous, I just went with it. I do not know why I did that oh. to this day. Purely because, like, I'm out and proud. I've been out since my early 20s. Um, but I just... I, I just did it because just out of fear because I didn't know what was kind of happening. Yeah, it's a difficult um, when you're new to that sort of yeah, situation, isn't mm, it? Definitely. But then I kind of, I mean, I didn't say like him. I didn't agree. I just said, oh, they are doing this or they are over there. So I kind of kept it quite neutral. Mm. Um, but yeah, I didn't mention it. And then as I kind of just got on with, you know, pageant life and uh, working in the industry, I kind of realised actually it's really, really heteronormative, like or massively heteronormative, I should say. Um, especially if you look into the history of pageants in like way, way back in time, and you know they were generally there for um, kind of for men just to look at the uh, outside of a person um, and their physical appearance rather than anything else. Uh, but to have a pair, kind of, they just wanted a pair. Yeah, and I just I kind of realised actually there was. I was like, where is the visibility? Where are like my other like fellow LGBT plus people? There was just zero visibility of it at the time. Yeah, I found it really, really hard. And then after I won my first title at Miss Paragon International, I then decided to, I was like, right, it's time to come out. It's time to do something about it. Like, we're not living in the 1900s anymore. It's 2020. Like, but even still now, I mean, even in 2020, like, we still massively need to have a voice with some mm. of the experiences I've had, especially with internationals, just within that industry. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's quite new, I'm going to say, politely. So that kind of really brings us on to our next question. Um, you're the founder of I Am Visible. Um, can you talk yes. to us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I Am Visible um, was created 
to give visibility to LGBT individuals um, and supporters as well, which is really important, purely because just to create um, a safe kind of atmosphere for people to not feel judged and to be their truly authentic self. I mean, in the pageant industry, when you're on stage, when you're at interviews, um, you need to be like your authentic self. And I was just thinking, I'm not being true to myself. And there was many others that are not being fully true to themselves with kind of who they are, which is a big part of your life. Um, also, um, unfortunately, homophobia is still rife in 2020. Um, I even had a girl that messaged me asking about the campaign and then asked what LGBT plus stood, uh, stood for. I then explained it and then literally within, I was going to say minutes, but maybe within seconds, um, I was kind of blocked, deleted. I have no idea where this person has gone. Wow. Uh, there's also oh my been God. Quite, yeah, there's also been quite a bit of... Um, there was a homophobic post shared by a pageant finalist as well recently, which I had to address and I just could not believe that this was openly being shared and they didn't say anything wrong with it. Uh, terms and conditions um, and kind of rules, uh, just even the language that is used, not necessarily inclusive for LGBT plus uh, individuals. Um, so I just thought it's time to do something about it in pageantry and also in fashion as well. Uh, so I set up um, hashtag I am visible, uh, just a very simple social media campaign uh, where you post a picture of yourself with uh, three things about yourself. Uh, it could be anything at all. That part of the campaign is just to show that you can still be a mother, um, a cat lover, wine drinker, anything at all, and still support LGBT. I'm certainly um, a cat lover. Kaz will have the bottle of wine. What does that say about me? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'll have, I'll have the cider. Oh, bottle of cider then. <laughs> so yeah, it could be anything at all. And then you just hashtag I am visible um, and uh, hashtag pageant pride, hashtag fashion pride, uh, just to just to kind of create that visibility to begin with but what the end of the campaign is is just to provide that safe space there is a facebook group set up and we have i'm um, enrolling ambassadors in the next couple of weeks uh, for anybody to go to who needs any kind of support or needs to be directed to any resources. Um, if pageant directors need help with their terminology or anything like that, they can kind of just come and get the advice. Um, and of course, we'll have the links to all the different amazing LGBT plus kind of networks and groups kind of out there so just to kind of initially create that visibility and that support for people and hopefully encourage people to be themselves without that fear awesome awesome that's really really good so emma when you hear people talk about pageants and the stereotypes around them uh, especially the size zero idea of the contestants uh, what do you say to those people first of all i normally kind of pause to think about what my answer is going to be but I generally give them the same look as I would do my ex-wife whenever she speaks uh, that I could just see the mouth moving but not quite understanding what's coming out <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, seriousness though um, pageants are really really not um, what people think they are uh, they're not the stereotypical 
um, ideology that we have about them. Uh, I've entered um, Miss International Curve and Miss British Beauty Curve are plus size pageants. So for girls a, a size 14 um, and above before I went mainstream. Um, but even now in mainstream pageants, um, it's all about your uniqueness, body positivity, your uh, inner beauty and making an impact on your community. Um, so I definitely think if you have that that kind of idea in your head to actually have a look at what's happening in pageants now, have a Google or um, kind of have a look on social media and you will see so much variety and so much diversity in our queens across the, I mean globally in regards to um, gender, race, uh, sexuality and um, disability there is just a huge range of people now because I mean representation really matters especially this stage in the D&H so we need to be able to reflect that in our industries and we need to kind of have people that represent that being our queens so yeah definitely and um, it would be a very old-fashioned point of view I would say politely. Um, has being a um, beauty pageant queen has it changed you I mean do you like wear your sash when you make your children's breakfast in the morning and do you make <laughs> them um, talk to you differently and if they're like mummy I want shreddies are you like you will address me properly I am a beauty oh, queen yes. are you like yes, all that yeah definitely they have to wave they have a special wave and they call me mum no I'm joking <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, <nothing. laughs> I would. Absolutely. <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> no, definitely not. And my last count, to be fair, was really heavy and uncomfortable. And um, I couldn't wait to get it off my head, if I'm honest with you. But um, no, the one I've got at the moment is quite comfortable, so that's okay. But saying that, though, no. Um, I mean, it's had nothing but a positive impact on my life in regards to my, my self-worth and my self-confidence has dramatically changed um, as like 2016 I was a completely different person I definitely wouldn't be speaking to you now I would have absolutely bottled it um, I was just uh, kind of just yeah no self-esteem no self-worth I was just completely crushed I could, didn't believe I was worthy of anything or anyone um, and that only changed through pageantry because I mean with um final with the finals generally it's over a weekend so you get together with all the girls um, you generally have different activities and different tasks to do which are all around building your self-esteem and your self self-worth um, and some of the campaigns that you get involved with are exactly uh, kind of designed to do that as well so it's just I it's the best thing that's ever happened to me and I'm glad that I I done it I'm glad that I took that leap into the unknown <laughs> definitely unknown <laughs> when when you say campaigns what do you mean does that mean charity work and stuff yeah so yeah charity work i mean most so different systems will have their different charities that they support or some systems will allow you to choose your own and um, so my when i say my platform at the moment is um, LGBT plus representation and body image as well. So uh, there's different campaigns out there that you can just join in. You can you almost use a title as a as a voice or to elevate your voice or to use it to as a platform um, to get involved in things that are just out there. So I went along to, for example, Bristol Fashion Week just to um, 
kind of see what was happening there um, and I then kind of got involved from there the body image uh, movement which is a massive movement online in regards to body positivity um, so yeah it's just a nice way to get involved with lots of different charities and lots of different things that are happening in the world. If you win a pageant do you get to keep your tiara or is it one of these fastidious type situations where you have to hand it over to the next one like in the next year and is there some kind of a grappling going on? Does the fights break out? I don't know. How does it work? <laughs> Not that I've ever experienced uh, there's been a fight. I have known um, somebody who had just been crowned um, and the crown had fallen off her head and on, almost onto the floor. And there was obviously a huge drama of everybody going, oh, in slow motion, almost kind of diving to save the crown. Because they are, you know, they are quite expensive kind of jewels to have on your head. So, but, are um, they? Are uh, they not like, um, what are they made of? They're not from the fancy dress shop then? No, I mean, they, they're all kind of charity pageants that have like, you know, the fancy dress shop type ones or plastic ones but yeah mainstream pageants they will, yeah. yeah they will be um like i mean my my world-class crown is um it's platinum and diamond and some other material in there so it's it's not cheap so um, i could see oh, why wow. people are very yeah i could see why people are very protective over them even though that doesn't necessarily give off the right impression <laughs> uh, but um you do uh the pageant systems that i've been involved in a lot of them you do get to keep your crown although you ha- you, you hand it you hand it over but then you keep yours and then new queen will get a brand new crown as well so you keep yours in the safe with the with the diamonds and uh, and your bars of gold and all of that, Jan. <laughs> um, mine are. I do. I'm not going to lie. In my living room, I do have a display cabinet with with my crowns I've got in there and my sashes. So um, yeah, I do like to have a little look at them from time to time. <laughs> but I don't wear it around the house and you know tidy up in it and you know order the kids out in them. That's just. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet you do your hoovering in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wear it for a partner sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming out. It's all coming out now. It's <laughs> the pageant world. It's fine. <laughs> I get away. <laughs> um, so, generally, what are your what are your plans for the future? You know, post lockdown post being uh, you know uh, locked away in the four walls to a certain extent over the last god knows how many months um i the first thing i'd like to do is finally arrange an engagement party and just and it's just going to be a big excuse to get everyone together after this crazy crazy lockdown before we all go insane and so yeah personal life uh getting uh have the engagement party and then start forward to planning a wedding um in regards to my pageant life um the i'll be working on the campaign and expanding that um in the near future as well and i'm hoping next year that we will be able to hold our very first pride event as well uh, for LGBT plus in pageantry and fashion and I will continue working as editor-in-chief for the Queens of England magazine as well and the world-class brand so I am hoping to continue with all of that awesome. when we're awesome. free yeah when we're, when we're finally out when we're finally being let out 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Emma, tell us uh, about your socials and uh, where everyone can find you. Absolutely. So, um, the easiest place is the website, which is www.ukpageantgirl.com. Um, or on Facebook, uh, it, again, handle is UK Pageant Girl, but uh, it's Emma J. Weber, Pageant Queen and Model. And on Instagram, it's uh, again, it's uh, UK Pageant Girl. Awesome. Thank you very, very much for joining us um, and talking to us a little bit about the pageant world. Um, certainly clued up Kaz enough uh, that she's uh, very, very tempted to enter. Um, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the website now. I'm, I'm filling in my application form. Um, I'm going to storm it, I think, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, definitely, especially with that talent round. So, <laughs> Absolutely great to talk to you. Yeah, it was lovely to talk to you, Emma, today. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. You can check out The Chris and Cash Show by visiting... The Chris and Cash Show.co.uk